Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. So, Cassandra Van Hooser, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Debbie. You are Director of Talbot County Economic Development and Tourism, and I'm going to give you a chance to kind of introduce yourself, give a little bit of background about what you do, but we work very closely together as a partner, and I think that's what we're going to touch on today is how economic development in these two different counties are working together because we know that our businesses in the two different counties and other surrounding counties are working together. So give us a little bit of background, what you do for the county, and uh, and then we'll just start talking about some of the initi- initiatives that we're going after and the ways that we work together. That sounds good. So I'm Cassandra Van Hooser, Director of Economic Development and Tourism for Talbot County. So I'll tell you how I got here. So okay. I uh, came to the Eastern Shore as a travel writer at Southern Living Magazine. And I fell in love uh, immediately uh, because it's a very special place. And when um, I left Southern Living, was looking for, you know, my next place. My mother had died. I'd gone home and taken over the farm, mm-hmm. the dairy farm, and overseeing the dispersal of that. And then it was time to find a job somewhere else. And I made a list of places, and Talbot County was in my top six. How about that? So here I am, and it's a place I love and adore. The whole eastern shore, specifically Talbot County for me, that's where I live, mm-hmm. and that's where I invest my time and money uh, as a, a resident sure. and as an employee. So, right. um, but the whole Eastern Shore is just this very, very special place. Mm-hmm. And every time I cross the Bay Bridge, I'm like, I'm home. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so and I, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think it is that oh, factor. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel so relaxed here. Um, it's, again, that specialness of place, that sense of place, you know, the the water, the sky, the colors, the right. corn, the soybeans, and all of that, you know, is that's what attracts artists. It's what attracts musicians. It what, it's what attracts people who are professionals and want to live in a place like this exactly. and invest our time here. So, right. That's right. I love it. So you've traveled all over the world, all over the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought maybe we talk about that regional perspective, but I think I want to dig into this a little bit more because attracting those gig, those artists, those small businesses is something that we've worked on. So I'd like to get your perspective. As a listener to this podcast, there are uh, business leaders, there's business managers, and there's Mm -hmm. just residents. Sometimes we have our blinders on. We've got, we have that complacency. Oh, it's Caroline County. Oh, it's Talbot County. Oh, it's the Eastern Shore. But if you had to give an elevator speech to somebody who was coming in from, say, the Midwest, where Mm -hmm. you spent uh, some of your time, what would you say would be the key thing to think about as a business leader who may want to move to the eastern shore of Maryland? Wow, that's that's a big chore to to do a little, because it's so big, it's hard to put in a a small nugget. But I would say... um, the natural beauty defines okay. this place, and it's what makes 
living here and working here and visiting here so special. Okay. And I think that uh, as we uh, talk about the economy, you know, it has to enhance that or complement the natural wonders of the Eastern Shore in sure. some way uh, for me. And, you know, uh, what it does specifically is it gives uh, people uh, work to do so they can live here. Gotcha. In some ways. Right. And in other ways, you know, uh, for the visitor economy, for example, you know, uh, the hotels and the restaurants and the shops, you know, make this uh, wonderful place for you to visit. Also places for our people to work. Exactly. Yeah. So so the natural wonder. And, and I think that, again, sometimes we forget that. We have that blinder on of seeing the same thing over and over, how special it is. And interestingly enough, like a lot of places that have that natural beauty, um, and the Eastern Shore is vast, and it's varied. So we'll mm -hmm. take that back down kind of to the midshore mm -hmm. area, which for us is Caroline, Talbot, and then Dorchester County. You're talking about water, and you're talking about Greenland. That's right. And those economies that run that, we don't have a lot of water-based economies in Caroline County. We have two rivers, Chop mm -hmm. Tank and... Um, Tucko. And, but we're not on the Chesapeake. Talk a little bit about in Talbot County, how you're seeing a mixture of, you mentioned that hospitality and that visitor service kind of industry, but then you have the land farming um, and you've got some big farm operations and you've got some big agribusiness operations. And then how that connects them with the water side of, of that um, with the visitor side, but also then using those resources to make a living. So we sometimes say well, where uh, land and water intertwine. So to me, they're inseparable. Gotcha. You know, you are in the Chesapeake region, even if you are not on the Chesapeake Bay. And it's the culture of that region that I think uh, makes um, you an integral part of it, you know. So I also think that the uh, agriculture, the green, lush beauty of the cornfields and the soybeans and the golden wheat fields you know that's it's so beautiful and you know you put that right up next to water and you know they're they're very complementary so right. uh our we tourism is one of our largest employers okay um about 2,000 employees work in tourism in Talbot County. Gotcha. And we have you know over half a million visitors a year wow. uh, so uh and you know, I always say we want the people who appreciate the things that we have. So uh, we have beautiful small towns. We mm -hmm. have wonderful inns, wonderful shopping, terrific restaurants. We have an embarrassment of riches, as we like to say down south. Right. Uh, with uh, the uh, depth and breadth of the food that we have in Talbot County, it's just really amazing. And I think you spread that out. You know, Caroline County has very special things. And so does Dorchester. Right. We all complement one another here. Exactly. And, and that's what I love about our partnership. You know, we don't um, put ourselves up against each other as competitors. I think we each have our strengths and together we're stronger. And so, you know, I, I think that uh, that's what I like about 
the work that we do together. Exactly. And I think we probably see that in the business community. So you're going to see our our industrial area is Federalsburg, although Denton is, is also growing. And we have some of the professional services that support that, attorneys, accountants, etc. But it's just as easy that you could go to Denton to have a business attorney, or you could go to Easton, or you could go to Cambridge. And I think the same is true in Talbot County. You're seeing a lot of uh, Denton small businesses making their customer base be in Easton or St. Michael's. Oh, yeah. I So I don't think residents see county lines. That's true. You know, so, yeah. you know, if there's something I want in Denton, I'm going to go get it. Right. It's not that far away. You know, it is a, you know, a sister county. Right. If there's something I want in Dorchester, you know, I love to go to uh, Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge. Oh, yes. You know, I, yes. I think it's incredible. And the beautiful waterfront there in uh, Cambridge, you know, the, the Hyatt, uh, which is an asset for them. You know, there are right. things that, you know, you, you go there for. I mean, and that's the, the wonderful part of it right. is, and we tend to, to stay closer to home. You know, because we're yes. humans. But, yes. you know, if there's something I need or want in Denton, I'm going to go get it. You know, that's an interesting point. I'm going to kind of shift, take a left turn with that because, mm-hmm. you know, what we hear in this area on the eastern shore and in rural areas all probably across the country is we want our young folks to stay here. We want our young folks to stay here. Well, it's natural for one young folks to want to go. But if you're somebody that grows up, go, grew up in Goldsboro, which is a small town in the north part of the county, going to Cambridge seems like going to a bigger city. But if mm-hmm. you're somebody who's retiring from Cambridge, you may end up going to St. Michael's because mm-hmm. because you're just that's far enough away. And I think that, you know, geographically, we're a large region. You know, it takes 30 minutes to get anywhere. Uh, from one place to another in in Caroline County to Talbot County to Dorchester County. But I think that we embrace that because that's 30 minutes of actual driving. Mm -hmm. You're not stuck in traffic. But it seems like there's enough variety of experiences and culture in that region that a young person can go to school at North Carolina High School and then get a job in Easton. And it makes it seem like they've They've gone someplace else because they are having that different experience. So I think it's wonderful that young people can stay here, make a career and grow. And I can name person after person in Talbot County. I'm sure you can do the same in Caroline, uh, who people who have stayed here and made their life and their career here. Yes. Um, that doesn't mean you don't travel to other places and enjoy the whole rest of the world. But there is an opportunity for people right. to stay here. There is also an opportunity for people who are extremely talented uh, to come here and uh, make their world here. Uh, So that's the juxtaposition of the two is I find that very uh, invigorating. And when I look at, you know, my friends, a lot of them are come here's, but I do have friends who are from here's and it's, you know, I love the juxtaposition of those two uh, outlooks. It certainly makes for a better community, a more varied community, but with, with a base of values. And I think that's something that all three counties in the mid shore and probably all of the Eastern shore share in the, the, the value. And in that, 
the business value. So, you know, you're talking about building that entrepreneur base when you're saying that the, the kids who are in high school now, they go to Chesapeake College or they go to another community college, they get that, that trade skill, they understand how to do that trade at a high mastery. Maybe they take some business classes and they know how to run the business and then they're planted in the ground and they're getting ready to grow. And I know that we see that in Caroline County. You see that in Talbot County too? Oh, absolutely. The entrepreneurship uh, ecosystem, I think, is very strong here. And I think that's something I'm committed to working on in Talbot County. Uh, That's a vast amount of what I do is consult small businesses Mm -hmm. in uh, being able to grow their business or start a business in Talbot County. And the idea of entrepreneurship and the skilled trades Uh, That's something that we're working on together and working on as a region that I think is so exciting. And I add entrepreneurship and tourism, you know, so, you know, there's an opportunity for you to have a a boat and take people out. You know, you you can fish and do all these things, but you can also take visitors out. There's an opportunity for you to build a business uh, where you make money off of tourism. Entrepreneurship and tourism to me is you know, a great thing uh, that we can work on uh, as because we need, you know, some of those people are aging out. We need uh, a constant uh, refresh of entrepreneurs. And so that's, that's uh, one thing that I love working on. And I think we're doing a lot of together. That's, you know, you bring up a good point. 10, 15 years ago um, is the first time I heard Dr. Memo Derricker, who was um, the director of Beacon, which is a unit of Salisbury University, the, the business unit, um, talk about the the graying of the Eastern Shore. And now we're seeing that, gosh, oh, well, that shows the age. I said 10 years ago, no, more like 20, <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, and so, you know, we've we're dealing a little bit with that here in Caroline County, that next generation and a business that started a perfect example. We have a local pool company. Um, the guy started it because he wanted to build something for his family. When he started it 15, 20 years ago, he wasn't thinking of how to sell it. He wasn't thinking of an exit strategy. He just knew that he liked to do that and he made his business. Well, then when it came time for him to retire, he had a choice, just close it or sell it to a competitor or have next generation come in and so the next generation chose to come in and so it was this is all within caroline county so the these are homegrown businesses and homegrown next generation so it's not necessarily a startup entrepreneurial but now you've got somebody that took an established business and thinking well how do i make it my own how do i make it relevant in 2023 2024 how do i make sure it grows and so you know that i'm happy to hear that you're doing what i think a lot of economic development offices do is help that small business start up but then we're seeing that retirement next stage next generation business need that same support well sometimes i think that people think about that transition only to a family member so uh, yeah. you know there i think we need to start working a lot more on having our current business owners talk about succession 
and have them understand that it does not have to be a family member. There's this whole concept of buy, then build. So you buy an established company. It's much easier to buy a company that's already established and then grow it than it is to get started on your own. You know, those, you know, young businesses, you know, fail at a very high rate. Right, right. So if we can help our legacy businesses, I like to call them, Uh transition to a new generation, even if it's not their own family member, I think we are doing a service to our community. How do we get that information? Because there's no Zillow for that. You know, that's something that we struggle with. Um, we have a retail shop in town, and the rumor is that it's closing. It's not closing, but she is looking for a buyer, but it's a very specific market. How can we help as economic development directors get the word out there? So uh, part of it is um, what we do is beat the streets and talk to people right you know? right you we have to build that um connection with our businesses so that we know when a business is ready to transition and they have to trust us so that they will come to us when that happens so that's something i know we've talked about and that we work on every day is right. knowing our businesses and having them trust us um i don't really know the answer of of having that um, succession conversation uh, with an existing business. Um, so, you know, that's something I'd love to brainstorm with you oh, about sure, yeah. as we move forward. And maybe that's something our communities can come together on to start to plant the idea right. that, you know, you can't. And, and I've seen like in, so I have a dairy background. I have a degree in agriculture, mm-hmm. grew up on a dairy farm. And I know that uh, in uh, dairy magazines, you know, the farms that are selling or looking for, you know, new generations have advertised in those magazines. So what's the what's the way we can connect the equivalent? Eastern Shore uh, budding entrepreneurs with opportunities? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think if we can uh, figure out that nexus, how to make those uh, right. connections, then... Yeah, that's going to benefit our entrepreneur ecosystem. So I know um, school system seems to be one place to start either the public schools, Atomic County Public School or Caroline County Public School. Um, I know there's a business administration uh, CTE program in Caroline County. I'm sure there's something similar in Talbot and probably Dorchester County, too. And then Chesapeake College. I mean, talk about a regional resource. There is a five county resource of a, a secondary education that. Really, even in my short time here in Caroline County for five years, they've shifted from this, let's prepare you for a four-year degree to workforce. And now they're starting to have the conversation about that entrepreneur, um, building that and helping students understand what that takes. We like to say around here that being in business for yourself is not for the faint of heart. So you need to have that toughness. You need to know, but you need to, you can be tough when you know what's lying ahead. So what's your partnership with uh, not just Chesapeake College, but the Upper Shore Workforce Investment Board, the Small Business Development Center? How do you see those as partnerships for you in Talbot County? Uh, Essential. The word that I would use is they are essential partners. Uh, The Small Business Development Center um, I have uh, 45 to 50 active clients with them. Uh, they're people I have referred to them. They're in Talbot County, and I follow up with those businesses and with the SBDC mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that we're making progress on those businesses. Uh, Workforce Investment Board, you know, he partners with our businesses to, to help find uh, workers that they need. And also, you know, he's doing the job fairs and also providing training.
training dollars uh, right. for essential services that that our businesses need. Um, the other one was what Chesapeake College, and right? Of course, yeah. you as you know, uh, we've uh, helped fund uh, their skilled trades uh, through our uh, Maryland Rural Economic Development Fund, right? And all three counties, uh, Dorchester, Carolina, and Talbot, uh, were essential in helping fund that. So uh, I'm I'm really excited about watching those programs develop. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think we uh, one of the missing links is having kids understand, and I know I didn't when I was that age, understand the pathway. Uh, to where you want to be right now where I want to be still changes every other day however (laughs) there are basic things I know Uh, for example I know I want to live uh, in Talbot County and on the Chesapeake Bay how do I what's the pathway to making that happen if that's all a kid knows how do they how do they make that uh, decision and it's that decision tree uh, that right. I think is one of the missing links. And I'm really committed. You know, I brought the speaker, Mark Perna, in for our yes. Business Appreciation Summit. One of the things that he does is uh, the the trees that are the pathways uh, to, you know, and at the very top is owner and president and CEO. And then at the very bottom is, you know, minimum eight weight minimum wage worker, but there is a pathway from minimum wage to president CEO. Right. Understanding how to navigate that pathway is essential for our young people, particularly today. I think that that things have, have changed so much that, you know, there are so many pathways to get to where you want to go. And things move so quickly. Oh, yes. So, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would have never... Coming out of high school, I had my path. It has diverged much. But I think that having, I I was fortunate when I was very young into the workforce, working with a mentor who was a business Mm -hmm. owner. He was an entrepreneur. So seeing what he did. Now, at the time, I thought it meant getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning and and writing out your day's (laughs) plan. I was like, I am not doing that. I was prophetic because now I am doing that. <laughs> but I think it's, it, you're right. Just showing that, that y- people who um, are really paying attention to the new forms of media, whatever that is, are getting a lot of information and it's coming at them quickly. Is that sustainable? Are they getting information for decisions that can help to dis- sustain them? So getting in there and letting them know, Yes, you can be an influencer, but when you're done being an influencer, what's next? Oh, you own a clothing line. Or- and what are the skills that you developed yes. by doing that that will take you to the next level? I'll share a piece of advice that I got from an astronaut once. Okay. So I've interviewed lots of awesome people and presidents of the United States and, um, you know, rock stars and sports stars. But this astronaut, this piece of advice sticks out. And I said, you know, what does it take to become an astronaut? And she said, um, you need to be great at math and science. And not everybody can be an astronaut. But if you are shooting for that, right. you need to be great at math and science. And then great things will happen along the way. And you might get to be an astronaut. Wow. And wow. that's powerful. It if you is. think, wow, that's the next step. I got to really be good at math and right. science. Right. And then you, there, the pathways open up. Exactly. It's gathering those skills that you need that I think is so important for young people. Exactly. And for middle-aged and people. And for middle-aged people. And for older people. <laughs> and anybody who's in business or anybody that works in business or anybody yeah. who relies on a business. Well, I want to circle back to that graying of the Eastern Shore. Mm-hmm. Um, in one way, 
it's a challenge. But in another way, it's a wonderful opportunity because um, we're starting to see businesses that are hiring uh, people who are only want to work part time or, right. you know, and then our uh, cultural organizations have a wonderful volunteer opportunity for older people. Uh, so, you know, the Maritime Museum, the Avalon Theater, the Academy Art Museum, yes. they all have huge volunteer with the Waterfowl Festival, you know, right. 700 yes. volunteers it takes to put that on. Wow. You know, so, you know, that is a resource for our community. How do we tap into that resource? How do those people become mentors yes. for our young people? Yeah. You know, how do we how do we plug in and uh, have them share the knowledge that they've they've gained? And a lot of we call them PIPs, previously important people that have moved. Uh, into our communities, how do they tap that information right. they have at their fingertips and share that with people? So I think we look at it the same way that we've already been talking about how things happen here. It's a natural resource that's been developed, and we don't look for a program that's coming out of the state or the federal government. We just do it. There are so many examples of nonprofits, of businesses that have done that great at math or science, we take a look at, we have this resource mm -hmm. and it's Caroline County Economic Development and Tourism, Talbot County Economic Development and Tourism, and our partner, Dorchester County, we start looking at building a program and just making those connections and leveraging the work that we're already doing. Cassandra, could talk to you for hours. I really would love to talk to you about the important people that you've... <laughs> That you've interviewed. But thank you so much for coming in today and, and just having a chat with me. It, it's really enlightening and to see that we're all the same. We have our unique qualities, but here on the Midshore, everything is the same and we're all reaching towards that same goal. Thank you, Debbie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform.